welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Hello, Christy. Oh, it's a great day. A great year to be talking about Zach Shellcross. He had a classic Bachelor episode yesterday. I do truly believe that sometimes the production team and the producers will look at their plan for a given week of the show and be like, hmm, how many Bachelor tropes can we fit into this week? And then they just go freaking ham with it. They we, just, we got them all yesterday. They just stuff them in. Starting with, of course, help from an old friend. Sean Lowe is back. He did say he was going to make another appearance. And I was confused because I didn't think he had gone back to L.A., but... I forgot about the phone call possibility. Yeah, no, it was just a terrible quality FaceTime session. He was like glitching out there at the beginning. I guess they didn't want to bother to set up like an actual like Zoom recording or something where it could be high quality. I, I just feel like they should have done a second take when the internet wasn't glitching it. It's all <laughs> I'm saying. Wow. You know, are you saying Sean Lowe has bad internet? <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm just saying perhaps the production team should have been like, hey, so when you were saying hi, it was kind of glitchy. Can you just do that again? <laughs> well, this is what we got. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, how did you feel about that? I mean, I know you love seeing the old, <laughs> the old famous people. I mean, it's it it we didn't get very much from it. I feel like we just heard like, oh, something about finding your best friend, and this is when it really gets good. It's just kind of generic. I feel like they edited out anything interesting that was said, like oh. Zach's true opinions about certain women. Oh, and I'm sure. I'm sure that I'm sure that Zach called of his own accord. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that was such a fun start. What do we have next? Well, Jesse has to inform the women there will be two one on one dates and a very large group date, he emphasized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Katie is the first one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I feel like, so we kind of, it seemed like we kind of had a time jump here. Maybe, well, because it was no daytime portion. Yeah, it just felt a little weird how we were like, oh, it's it's daytime, and then boom, all of a sudden she's coming back in, in the dress, which... I found pretty funny because she comes back out in this. I mean, I don't know. What did you think about the dress she was wearing? I liked the color. I don't remember. I have to look back at it to see if I liked the style, but I remember liking the color a lot. Mm-hmm. So she comes out in this Christy, relatively approved dress, <laughs> right? All done up and everything for this date. And all the women are cheering as she gets back fake cheering (laughs) i mean they these are the cheers of people saving face while simultaneously wishing this woman did not exist yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) that is that is just the reality of the situation and it's always particularly funny to me to see the lengths that people have to go to maintain the illusion of being relatively okay with the other people getting time with Zach or any other lead because we find this common thread throughout the entirety of Bachelor Nation throughout all the seasons. So not a huge surprise there. So Zach walks in and sits down with them. He said he heard some sniffing. Did you catch that? 
like the women were trying to see if he smelled good or something. That's really, <laughs> really weird. Uh, how did? What did you think of his outfit? I don't honestly remember what his suit. I remember he was in a suit. I don't remember like even what color it was. It might have been black. Mm, I don't think. Was so. there anything that stood out about it to I you? I don't. I no. I just don't think it was black. That's why I said I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, no, it was just a suit, but you're the fashion expert of group dates and hot takes, and so I always have to ask your opinion when it comes to fashion matters, of course. So I guess, so they didn't get a daytime portion because uh, it was a night at the museum date? Is that... I guess so, plus the extended time after. Yeah, well, nobody knew that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. yeah so walk me through walk me through the night at the museum i mean it pretty much mirrored the movie well just less uh danger stuffed, I guess. less stuffed creatures and dioramas coming to life i don't know i thought this was one of the bachelor's best dates they've done like nothing like unsafe here they just get to explore it's a cool setting haven't they done night at the museum dates before maybe i don't I know remember. they've done museums at night but i don't know usually they don't the get to like explore this much of it i feel like like they were running around and yeah, it's very exclusive i gotta yeah, say yeah it looked fun Mm-hmm. yeah did they talk about anything interesting well, at dinner, Katie talked about, I guess, this seven years on and off toxic, tumultuous relationship she was in, mm. and how it took a toll on her, caused her to question her self-worth. So now she just wants to feel safe and wants a good man. Which, cue the... I, I feel like such a jaded, cynical person... But then you always hear that, oh, don't ever think you're not deserving of the best. You deserve it all. You are just so incredible. And that's why we're like, we're bonding on such a great level here. And. But like, he has to say uh, that, right? Like, after she says all that, he can't just be like, well, that was hard, and then move on. <laughs> like, he has to validate her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Validation is the most important and valuable currency on The Bachelor. Yes, everyone is searching for it. Uh-huh. And let me just say, she gets a pretty big dose of it. Yep, she gets the rose, mm-hmm. and then, like... And almost like a fantasy suite type situation, Zach asked, did she want to spend the night there? Yeah, there was uh, like a tent, a tent there mm-hmm. with an uh, like air mattress type situation. Very tiny beds, I noticed. <laughs> they didn't look. They're in a tent. What do you expect? This isn't. I know. They just looked. I was like, where do they find beds this small? <laughs> just. They were smaller. They were like half the width of a twin bed. Christy is not a camper. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> she is not well informed about the world of camping. So after this whole thing is probably my favorite set of moments from probably any Bachelor Nation show that I've ever seen so far. Because the the other women obviously are not happy, right, that she was gone late and that she was gone but her stuff was still there. And then Katie shows up in pajamas. The walk of shame. Which is just funny because... I mean, they're they're adults. They can do whatever they want. But I don't know. Gee, like, I don't necessarily immediately jump to, oh, they just slept together. 
No, I don't think I don't think they did either. It's just the way the producers make her come in by herself with everyone staring at her. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. Yes, and then the the question about how how like how the night went and how she stuff she's like, "Oh, I didn't sleep at all." And then just the reaction. <laughs> the 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 horror and sadness on all their faces. It was, it was uh-huh. very funny. Yeah, very very similar, but I would say probably even worse than how people felt about Christina actually getting to meet his family. Yeah, this it's is like, definitely worse. It's like, oh no, she has a huge advantage now. She has maybe Want it. <laughs> seen him without pants on. I mean, they did get changed from their evening wear into pajamas. No, I'm saying, like, saw him without pants on. Uh, Well. (laughs) (laughs) In the fullest sense of the word. Who knows what happened in that tent? Although producers are, like, right outside there, so I can't imagine anything crazy happened. That would be really, really awkward. (laughs) I mean, look, I wouldn't put it past... These are crazy reality well, TV people. I mean, even when it comes to fantasy suites, it's not like producers like band of the night close the door and then disappear off the premises. They are still like there. Like I don't know how close, but like that's what I heard from one of the former leads. So awkward. <laughs> like don't mind us. We're just gonna be having furious sex. I don't know if they can hear it or not, but I know they're like still around somehow. Well, yeah, because you don't want to miss any potential moments. Like, what happens if you know there's some sort of terrible argument and one of the people comes storming out and runs away? You gotta catch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Yeah, they. This is a uh, feel for the other women a little bit because that's. It's just so brutal. Ah, so, so painful for them. Mm. Well, it's time for the group date. Mm -hmm. The giant group date. Well, I guess if you're going to play football, you need two teams, so, Mm -hmm. with enough people. So, we meet two NFL legends, Sean Merriman and Antonio Gates. I, I don't know enough about football to say whether or not they're actually legends. Well, Antonio Gates, I remember seeing play for the Chargers for a few years. I didn't remember Sean Merriman. Hmm. Well, I yeah, I don't I don't know, but if I may, I'd like to get on my soapbox here for a, a minute. I know I never get on my soapbox <laughs> at, ever at all, but I don't like dates like this i really don't and i know you know the these people sign up for this stuff and all that but i really don't like dates that put contestants in an actual danger it's like why are you having these people who especially like in this like in these situations like you are putting all these women who the majority of them almost all of them or all of them probably have never played contact sports and you're just like oh just go wreck each other that is is not very okay in my opinion it just it's like there's so many potential ways for people to hurt themselves in that situation It, it just I will say it, it felt it felt gross almost watching this. It's like you're watching all these women beat themselves up just to get a little extra time mm-hmm. with Zach. Just it's like they don't know how to play right. properly without injuring <laughs> themselves. I mean, we saw someone end up in a sling later. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, Anastasia uh, went down right at the beginning and appear to be okay but they they kind of played that up but there were potentially you know actual injuries 
Uh, and it just, it just doesn't sit very well with me. I mean, it doesn't, like with the men, it doesn't really either. Uh, I mean, at least in that situation, probably a fair number of them have played some amount of contact sports. Yeah, it makes still, more sense with the guys. But it's still, it's still that same thing where it's like, why, why are you putting them in this position where people are likely to get hurt, especially then if we go back to the COVID seasons and, and if anything happens to you, you're you're just gone <laughs> because yeah. you're not coming back. I mean, I don't know how things are now, but this is the yeah. this is the fifth one they've done, and I still remain as unhappy as the first time I saw it. Yeah. So there you go. That that's my little soapbox. I just doesn't sit well with me just being like, oh yeah, just potentially concuss yourself and give yourself brain damage for the the chance to have a more exclusive cocktail party yeah the the payoff is not big enough no so well (laughs) so gabby peed herself yes i don't know why she admitted to that how do you like that transition she could have just like not said anything and nobody would have ever known their their team names are the Shell Crushers and the Balzacs. Mm. Yep. Very clever. A little, yeah. A so little innuendo the, there. The blue team won. Mm-hmm. Which I just want to say, I don't know if you want this out there or not, but you were very upset that no penalty was called <laughs> when. Gabby was brought down just short of a touchdown due to a horse collar tackle. Yes, she was grabbed from behind. That would have been a (laughs) 15-yard penalty. (laughs) This is, uh, this was egregious. It it could have influenced the whole game. (laughs) Well, it clearly did because Gabby's team lost despite her, her great effort and peeing herself and getting caught, you know, brought down. But All for nothing. Did I know there was such a thing as a horse collar tag? No, I did not. Well, that's what it's called when someone grabs the back of your jersey and yanks you down from behind. You could get injured really badly that way. Well, yeah. I mean, it, was it uh, Genevieve got injured somehow there? Yeah, they didn't even show that. We just see her in a sling at the rose ceremony. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah what 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 fun um so we do need to talk about the elephant in the room which is christina oh yeah we haven't even mentioned her yet no and she ends up being a pretty big focal point for the rest of this episode yeah, we see Zach and Christina talking at the nighttime portion, and Zach tells her to trust in what we have. So that should have, like, calmed her fears or whatever. But then, like, Christina just can't help herself and decides to tell the rest of the group that, yeah, it was fun playing with you guys on this group date, but the one-on-one was more real and more authentic. Which, you know, that's just not going to go over well. Mm. So what I did want to ask you was, I, I, I just, I want your assessment of her. Because people could and probably have interpreted her actions in various ways. Uh, just how, how she says stuff, uh her comments to other people in previous episodes. Like, what do you think her actual deal is? I think she's, like, she's someone who, like, really pops on screen. Like, she's very dynamic, even, like, her facial expressions. But I also feel like she just kind of says what's on her mind without thinking how it's going to come across or how other people are going to feel about it. Do you think that she has intentionally been mean? 
I don't think so. I think she's just very confident and also a bit naive about how things might get edited or taken out of context. Mm. I don't get malicious vibes from her like she's trying to be a villain. Okay. Yeah, it's just this is not the first time there has been some friction. Yeah, there's the thing with Brianna. Mm-hmm. But that didn't seem malicious to me either. Just like misguided. Like you're like being funny, but you're not realizing like how that's going to come across. Yeah, you should only tell people you really know very well that you hate them. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't do that with someone you just met. <laughs> yeah, I'm... So, so you you really you don't think that it's it's malicious? Do you think there's, I don't know, do you think there's some amount of narcissism or something? It just she really does. She's talk she's, about that she's a lot. too she's getting cocky or overconfident because she had that first one on one. So you think like, oh, I've like my connection is better. The rest of the girls have only been on group dates. They don't really know mm-hmm. how it is kind of thing, which that might be true, but you can't say that out loud. Yeah, I met his family. All these other <laughs> losers haven't met his family. <laughs> Talk about strong connection. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's it's good to hear what you think about that because we get these people that can be somewhat polarizing, if not in the outside world, in you know within the cast at least and it can be tough to suss out what's actually going on because we just get lied to all the time in the edits they just deceive us hmm. yeah yeah brooklyn at this point is very irritated with all the my one-on-one talk <laughs> <laughs> so just shut up please i don't want to hear anything more about your one-on-one you had it. Great. Good for you. Congratulations. Go away. <laughs> yeah, quick back at the mansion, we see a box arrive for Allie for her one-on-one. And it's got this wedding dress jumpsuit kind of thing in it. Uh-huh. Which that date ended up not going how I thought it was going to based on that wedding dress. <laughs> but I guess we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We will. So back to the unhappiness. Um. Should we talk about Zach and Bailey? <laughs> yes. So I don't understand what was going on with Bailey here or why she decided to keep pushing this. But um, I guess she's like, oh, we're like, it feels super weird. They talk about how they've regressed since the limo entrance, I guess. No, oh boy. <laughs> That's not what you want you want to be hearing in the third episode. This is... No, it's like she's giving Zach the opportunity to send her home, yeah. which I didn't understand that. Like, why are you doing do, that? No, you cannot do that. You have to, like, play up that everything is good. Yes, and... pretend, pretend, pretend. Lie, lie, lie. <laughs> but instead, she gives Zach the opening to say, yeah, I don't feel like the same spark is there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Ariel interrupts, and I thought, oh, Bailey got saved by Ariel because they didn't, Zach didn't get to finish his dumping speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, the, despite that, she has a bit of a breakdown. Yes, yeah, she's crying that. once more time with him. <laughs> It's like, no, no, no don't don't no. go back. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like both of us had very similar responses to this. Just watching it, just being like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't go. Do not go. Because that we've seen this time and time again. I know. You cannot. There are so many instances where you, it is death to follow up. You cannot follow up. You have to let them have a chance to get distracted by the other shiny things and the other things going on and forget that they were about to get rid of you or that they were not feeling a certain way about you and then like circle back later in a safer environment. You can't double down no. on this sort of thing. And then she like finds Zach talking to the producer and sits down with him and Zach looks unhappy. Then Bailey says she wants to feel validated. <laughs> 
like, this is not the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then basically Zach dumps her. Yeah, he's like, I don't think we're going to really. Not confident there's a future. (laughs) And then, yeah. Also, I think this was where he was talking about, yeah, I just, I like, I don't know, there are just other people that I'm more confident of. Yes. I, <laughs> this was just uh, a fail all around. She basically sent herself home. Mm-hmm. Which is, so is she, she's, I guess, I was thinking, I guess she she's the second person who is sent home who was out there originally um, at the end of last season, right? Because Kat was the first one. If I remember correctly, yeah, that sounds right. Because it was it was Bailey, Cat, Brianna, and Christina. Christina, and then there was a fifth one, wasn't there? Yeah, there were five. I don't remember who the other one was. Well, hopefully she hasn't been sent home. But yeah, I just I thought that that would be an advantage. I but, guess not this season. But it doesn't seem like it has worked out that way in actuality. I mean, this... Yeah, this episode was a bit of a hemorrhage for people who showed showed, <laughs> showed up uh, there at the uh, after the final rose from last season. So, yes, again, anybody, if you go on this show and things are going poorly... Whatever your instincts, whatever the producers are telling you, do not double down. Don't do it. Do not. Do not do it. (laughs) So after Bailey leaves, Christina opens her mouth again and says, like, we're all roommates, but it was inevitable. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, that's true, but that's yet another thing you don't say out loud because it just sounds kind of callous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, we all know that when you're on the show as a contestant, anytime someone does something stupid, blows up, doesn't feel a spark, whatever it is, whenever somebody leaves... That is incredible news for you. But you must act sad. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You must pretend that they were your best friend and that you are devastated. And look, I'm not saying these people are lying about their relationships. Like a lot of people do form great friendships with their fellow contestants and stuff. That is true. But that does not mean that it is also not true that these people are not as devastated as they claim to be nope it's all about the acting i mean i've seen on previous seasons where like somebody gets sent home from one-on-one and like someone (laughs) will like put their hand over their face like hide their smile (laughs) you know just like i'm crying i swear (laughs) say i like laugh laugh maniacally uh yeah you just you can't you can't be saying this stuff out loud. So Zach ends up giving the rose to Charity. And this is another opportunity for Christina to play the villain, I guess. Because she said she's confused. I guess she thought it was going to her. Because she she is just... She has a deep connection that that just uh, nobody else can come remotely close to. But she just got the one-on-one last week, so the likelihood of getting the group date rose the following week is pretty low. Right. Exactly. That is what I said as we watched this. It was maddening to me personally because how... And we know that this is this fact has kind of changed the game at some level, but we are in 2023. This is season 27 of The Bachelor. There have been, what, nine seasons of Bachelor in Paradise now, right? 
and there have been like 16 seasons of The Bachelorette. That is so many seasons. We are in 2023. How do you have zero idea about this show now if you go on it? True. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) And I know it's, it's easy to get caught up in everything, but at the same time, I mean, come on. You're not. It would be so crazy and out of the ordinary to, oh, I got the one-on-one last week, and now I'm in a group date, and I'm going to get the group date rose. You can't, as a lead, you aren't going to be allowed to do that. Yeah, probably only when there's, like, fewer people, but at this point, right, like, exactly, that's, that's exactly. not The field is so wide right now, and these, as we've talked about, validation is the most important currency of this show. The roses are the biggest validation. And so you can't just throw all of your validation into one place this early on. And Zach, in in this same evening, told her to trust (laughs) in what they have. Uh, So, yeah, this... Which, I mean, she just, she thinks that she deserves it. Well, needless to say, this comment doesn't go over well either. No. With the women, Charity starts crying. Christina's like, I'm just trying to be 100, like, keeping it real. <laughs> yeah. Ill, Ill will is building towards her. So the next, unless you had anything else from the group date. No, I don't. Um, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Next thing is Zach and Allie's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So with the wedding dress gift, I thought maybe it was going to be some sort of photo shoot or... Mm, that would have been a different cliche, yeah. different trope. But instead, we get the skydiving trope. Do you remember what happened the last time they skydived? I do, yes. <laughs> they slammed a potential racist into the ground. Yeah, well, the instructor, I think, broke both his legs or something with that crash. It was not great. I, I'll be honest with you. I did not remember the broken legs. I mean, if you go back and watch the video, they it was like, very, It was hard. Oh, violent. So <laughs> I guess they decided to try it again this time. <laughs> They're like, let's get a slightly more experienced <laughs> driver. No, I, I, I don't know. If I remember correctly, there... There, I don't think there were any operator things. Like, I think the instructor was had been doing it for a very long time, if I remember correctly. I could be misremembered. I think but. the one who was with Rachel was, like, maybe super young or something. I don't know. It's too long ago now. But. I don't know. But if, if, if the skydiving itself wasn't terrifying enough for you, uh, there was a sign there as they went to the plane that said, Caution! Propellers rip off heads! wow (laughs) uh yeah so so yeah it's like again talking about shoving as many things into this episode as possible so they basically they both wore wedding outfits why though and then (laughs) went went skydiving i didn't understand the, the point of the wedding outfits i don't know it was uh it's just it's a bachelor thing you gotta sometimes you gotta go in the season and you gotta dress up like you're getting married because Allie could potentially be his future wife sure (laughs) (laughs) i was just concerned a little bit and hopefully she like applied that extra strong tape because it did not look like her breasts were going to remain within that dress well especially as you jump out of a plane exactly (laughs) yeah that's just that's what i meant by the outfits didn't match the activity at all (sighs) you 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 gotta think bigger picture this is the this is the bachelor okay we're not concerned with things like making sense also i know i must have said this back during matt and rachel season when this happened but i don't understand why this is a thing anybody would ever do (laughs) (laughs) Because it makes you feel alive. I feel alive here on the ground. <laughs> Some people need that little extra bit of reminder. 
So speaking of bachelor tropes, the next thing we see is them in a hot tub. I know. Ex- straight. <laughs> I mean, straight cut from I have landed to I am in the hot tub. <laughs> I, I was serious. I was serious earlier when I said that there were many, many tropes. This really felt like a classic Bachelor episode. They're just like, look, just stuff it all in there. Mm-hmm. Get it, get it Something all. Something will in. work. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like we got a ton from the nighttime portion. No, I, I did feel a little bit like it. It obviously went better, but I kind of felt like it was sort of Bailey light in that she was just she was giving him a, a, a lot of opportunities in my opinion to be like eh I don't know if I'm into this just talking about how uh I forget her ex- exact wording but talking about how uh she doesn't know if she was ever really real in a relationship sort of deal because she's so type a and she has to control everything and she doesn't know if she can be her true self and all of this. And I was like, uh. Yeah, I didn't feel like this one went as well that, as that, his one with Katie. That may be a, like, after we're engaged conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if if you really want to uh, last here. But, I mean, it, it, he was, he seemed receptive. Like, he gave her the rose. So. Yeah. Though. Uh, though we have established before that this early, it would kind of have to be a massive train wreck for the most yeah, part. Yeah, generally people get the rose. Uh, but we did, yet again, straight to another bachelor trope. The dancing, kissing to a musician. Oh. Jesse Palmer's cousin, to be specific. Mm-hmm. Is he any good? I wasn't really paying attention <laughs> to whether he was good or I not. I was expecting you to go list, uh, listen to his entire discography and uh, give me a determination there. But you didn't. No. Unbelievable. I mean, it was... Uh, look, I, even though this date may not have been 100% of what she hoped it would be, it was pr- at least pretty swanky. I mean, it was some semi rooftop type high high level private elevator I yeah mean, they, the building they, was fancy the guy was like singing to them from like a balcony or something very fancy yep some glitz and glamour there mm-hmm. yeah though again maybe should have kept some of that information to herself for now <laughs> Well, she has to open up. They always do at the nighttime portion. (laughs) So next thing is the cocktail party turned into a pool party. Mm -hmm. Jesse, the harbinger of doom, shows up. (laughs) Uh, Zach doesn't feel like he needs the cocktail party. And they're like, no. It was my only chance to talk to him. But thankfully, he has some good news as well, which, as you mentioned, is there's a daytime pool party instead of a nighttime cocktail party. So Zach arrives, and I hear this comment. I don't know who said it, but she said, I knew your thighs would be out. (laughs) They weren't even, like, that extremely short, his shorts. looked like a regular pair of swim trunks to me, but... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of thirstiness. Zach also said he was soft launching his chest hair, which is so weird. It is very weird, but I feel like... I feel like it's more of a hard launch than a soft launch. I know. He he said that and then straight away took his shirt off. I was expecting like a couple buttons to be a soft launch. <laughs> yeah. And now is... Is chest hair? I feel like chest hair is not very common in Bachelor Nation. Is that correct? Yeah, a lot of times it's like waxed. 
I, I want to say grocery store Joe has chest hair. Is that true? I don't know. He just strikes me Probably. as the kind of person who has chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not that's not a mean comment. I just want to say. No, I, I know what you mean. I'm like, trying to remember on Paradise, but you're probably right. I just feel like it would be a lot of work. Is he, isn't he of Ita- Italian descent? His last name is Amaboli. Does that sound Italian? Yeah, I, perhaps. I think so. He's going to he I would be willing to bet that he's going to be one of those moldy strawberry men when he gets old. You know, they just have so much hair all over their body. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that like that's a natural thing and nobody should be ashamed of the fact that their body has hair, okay? That's true. Uh, we just are pre- presented with a very specific image of what uh, normal and beautiful is here on this show, and that doesn't necessarily match up with reality. Also true, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, what stood out to you with this uh, this pool party? Um, a lot of making out. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of glances at boobs. Which is very inappropriate. Well, they're all on display. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess the main thing we start with is Zach and Charity. And this is kind of the same thing Bailey did, where Charity is talking about how things are not natural between them. <laughs> uh. Like, why would you what, just pretend it's all good? <laughs> but instead, it just gives Zach... I guess the opportunity to let her go, especially when she's like, yeah, I'm sad because I'm planning to leave. I was like, wait, what? Why are you eliminating yourself? I I don't know what other hard things she's been going through in the house that she talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, you mean, don't you mean Brianna, though? Not Charity? Oh, yes. I don't know why I wrote Charity there, but yeah, Brianna... Mm-hmm. Um, she said intimidation, so I don't know if Christina is still making comments. Yeah, so so that that really is the question and why I asked you about your assessment of Christina because it, 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 it feels weird to me, as I'm sure it feels weird to you, that Brianna would just self-eliminate because of the initial thing. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. And so either there's some crazy conspiracy here or there is other stuff that we have not seen. Because from what we've seen, and you feel free to disagree, but from what we've seen, I personally don't feel like there's a hugely threatening vibe for, like, from Christina. Like, I feel like if I was there, I would be super annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There must be... I mean, Brianna mentioned that Christina made Charity cry after mm-hmm. she got the rose, but that doesn't really affect Brianna. So I don't I don't know what else we're not seeing. I don't know. I guess keep your ear to the pavement for any information from your vast network of sources because i'd be i'd be interested to know more if there is more because it it feels so strange to me and it it may just be that she's using that as an out for just the discomfort and and sort of lack of progress that she's felt with him yeah it's hard to tell so after Zach hears this, he then has to talk with Christina. Mm-hmm. I just, I, it's, it's, I was kind of chuckling because Brianna's like, okay, I'm going to leave. But first, <laughs> I'm going to throw Christina under the bus. <laughs> I mean, might as well on her way out. <laughs> and specifically, specifically get her, her run over. Also, when he then goes to the group of, of women to talk, he's like, yeah, so, uh, you know, 
Brianna left, and, uh, you know, she, she told me that there's some individuals, <laughs> you know, making life difficult for people, uh, and then he's like, oh, I have to talk to Christina. <laughs> I know, he tried to make it seem like it wasn't targeted just to her, yep, but. but it was, it, that was a surgical strike. Christina... I don't know. Her reaction to this was interesting. It was like it's a lot of crying, and I don't know why the women would feel that way. And yeah, it's because it was very extreme in her time with him. Like the whole, please, 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 please help me, please help, help me, me. Help, me <laughs> help me, help me. It would be a mistake to believe this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just something's not adding up here. It just felt so strange because then it was also very i don't know it, was, it felt very childlike to me as well because she had that interaction with him and then she went in the house and like collapsed on the stairs and then she was on the stairs for a while and then she moved to the floor by the wall mm-hmm. i i don't know i don't know how to react to that i think she knew her time was about up <laughs> That's my guess. Still, maybe I would feel differently if I was in that situation, but you go out with some dignity? (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you want to be known as the person who, you know, collapsed on the stairs crying? I mean, it's a pretty epic flame out considering last week she was like on top of the world, met his family, and then the next episode, gone. Like, I can just see her Chiron if she shows up on Bachelor in Paradise to be like, Christina collapsed crying on stairs. <laughs> and obviously that's too long, but I'm just saying, like... Uh, yeah, it was a, a very dramatic reaction. Have a little pride in yourself. Because, yeah, he did, so he, of course, tries to get a complete picture and talks to Brooklyn and others. Charity as well. Charity, trying to figure out what is going on. I would love to have seen the full convo he had with those two women (laughs) to know what else Christina had done. Because whatever they told him, I guess, was enough to convince him to let her go. Don't spoil the episode. I've already mentioned she's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, she was definitely on the edge here. And it was all a question of, well, has she tipped the scales enough? Has she screwed herself over enough that it's 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 basically there's enough in favor of sending her home. Right? Cuz there's there's always there's always this equation that happens in situations like this where it's like okay especially if it's like this where zach did like christina a lot it's like okay well i like christina a lot but if i keep her what are the chances that half of the other women are just gonna leave (laughs) or hate me because they're super unhappy about this and it's always juggling that that stuff at least as i see it yeah i'm actually surprised he let her go because usually producers would at least make them keep her around a week or two longer but he was like nope not doing it yeah i i think as as much flack as we give zach for being boring i should have come up with another rhyme flack zach but uh, sorry, I got distracted by <laughs> wordplay there. Uh, as as much crap as he gets for being very vanilla, uh, I do think that he is not devoid of integrity and and morals. And I think that he does legitimately care about people. And so I I don't 
at least at this point, it's hard for me to see him not taking that seriously because it does appear that he really wants to take that seriously. Yeah, I think also the other things he heard about women feeling insecure because of her, I think he was like, no, that that's not going to, we're not going to have that in the house. Like women need to feel safe. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, how are they going to date me and be vulnerable? The whole so, the whole process is about being vulnerable. So, so the, mm -hmm. of course, the pool party cannot continue under, <laughs> under these circumstances, which is always funny to me. But it is time for the rose ceremony, mm -hmm. where everybody but Christina gets a rose. Mm, boy, I I feel like I need to. Uh, screen record this and and make it a a gif for usage in a multitude of situations but during the rose ceremony while things were going down at one point christina's like Fudge. oh yes i saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> which is such a which is such a like tennessee nashville southern swear to just be like fudge <laughs> uh yeah so she gets sent home do you think that, that was the right call yeah i mean let's also not forget how apprehensive zach was last week when he learned she had a kid well, okay, yeah. So <laughs> this was... I did forget about a that. A convenient excuse, probably. Yes. To solve that yes. problem. Yes. Yes. I forgot. I totally forgotten about that. Yes. She was definitely not going to make it to the end of this process. But no. I thought I thought she had... I don't know. I thought last week, I thought she probably had another three weeks something like that yeah i mean she could have if she kept her mouth shut but mm -hmm. but no she had to at every opportunity oh man i just wish you guys knew how amazing it is to just be able to share the level of intimacy and vulnerability <laughs> of a one-on-one -on -one. like it just these group dates are fun and all but like the real conversations happen on the one-on-ones. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. She just... She really was the architect of her own destruction there. And I'm sure people were happy to see yet another woman leave. Because we had so and it's always it's always a bit humorous to me when we have a rose ceremony like this where there's just one person sent home because a bunch of people flamed out during the episode <laughs> yeah yeah we had bailey and bailey brianna yep yeah yep that was that was the end so with with that was it maybe was it was it ariel i feel like it was either ariel or brooklyn who was the fifth person at the after the final rose i don't think it was ariel it might have been brooklyn um but yeah it, this episode three out of the five gone yeah man rest in peace <laughs> until we see them again on paradise. bachelor in paradise do you think that do you think that christina is going to be brought back oh of course i don't think there's any doubt there what about Brianna? I could see them bringing her too. Yeah, yeah. I, hopefully, if they do, she's able to be more vulnerable, let down those walls. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just the, the whole single parent thing is such a tough sell for me because it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to believe in the authenticity of that behavior, right? Because whenever we have a single parent, and I'm not saying single parents shouldn't be on Bachelor Nation, okay? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, even if I'm kind of saying that. It, it just it feels weird to me when these people are like, oh, I just care so much about my kid, and my kid is my entire world, and all I want is to like find my partner so that my kid can have a happy life with two parents and all this stuff. And it's like, but why are you building up your Insta on Bachelor then? Because it's a great way to get followers. That's you're 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 overthinking it. This is not about actually finding a spouse. This is about building my brand, right? So then, what? Well, to, then the kid has nothing to do with it. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean has nothing to do with it? The like with uh, what, like Michael, for example. Seems like well, a, that's that's part of this their story though. That's what that's part of what draws people to them. Yes, but what I'm saying is a kid is not a a story. A kid is a living creature that needs attention and food and love. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying that is just part of them. Just like all the the other contestants talk about whatever else they have going on like what their job is or whatever. Their their child is part of the whole package. I'm just saying that it runs counter to what they profess to have as their priorities in life. That's that's all that, I'm saying. That may be. <laughs> I just you know, think. it's like, if, Michael, if you really care about your kid, why did you abandon him for a summer to fart around on a beach and lead Sierra on? You know? <laughs> Well, to be fair, they only filmed for three weeks, but... Oh, okay, well, that's not quite as bad as a normal Bachelorette season, which he also did. That's why I'm saying I think these people are just there. They are building a brand. They have other... They have grandparents or the other parent, perhaps, that can watch the child for however long they're filming. And in the meantime, they get to improve their financial situation. It's a win-win. Michael doesn't have another parent. That's why I said grandparents. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I don't I, I don't know what Christina's situation is with her ex, but generally there's other people around to help. Yeah, I again, I'm I know I'm trying to make this more like too too normal from a normal person's lens. It's just it always chafes at the back of my mind. Yeah, I mean, we've seen plenty of single parents over the years. It's always usually the same spiel. And they never make it, do they? Well, Emily Maynard got chosen, actually. Yeah, but wasn't that like 10 years ago? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Exactly. And then, and then she became the Bachelorette. Really? Yeah, I, uh, I'm sorry to drag you down into normal person world i apologize should i give a kiss count or did you want to mention the end tag you can give the kiss count especially since i don't remember what the tag was wow <laughs> i didn't write it down unbelievable okay uh we will pretend that we didn't learn about that breach in professionalism uh i had 36. Respectable number. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a real tough world counting kisses. There's a lot of mouth-on-mouth -mouth action. There's a lot of tongue. <laughs> it's your favorite part. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> I question my entire life every time I see stuff like that. Ugh. Well, how can people how can people well, find well, us on social media? Wait, you wanted me to talk about something else? I was gonna ask, what was the tag that I forgot? 
Oh, I don't know. I didn't write it down either. <laughs> Why did you, you're giving me grief if you didn't either. <laughs> okay, well. I was hoping that you would carry the burden. I, it totally left my brain. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find us at Group Dates Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. We are out and about. Uh, so without further ado, we'll talk to you guys later this week. And we will be back for more Bachelor drama next week. 